Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Hi guys, welcome to the 33rd episode of the Gen Divide podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Grace Heiler. I'm your other host, Scott. Can someone... Fact check 33, is that right? Yeah, I fact checked it right I before I feel like this. you get this wrong every time. Well, no, it's usually you who gets it wrong. All right, well, To maybe, be fair. Maybe. Today we are joined in the studio by my sister, Dylan. Hi. Hey, Dylan. <laughs> there she is. Also my daughter. Yes. <laughs> Dylan is here because she is the Gen Divide folklore expert and no. enthusiast. Yeah, for well, Gen Divide yeah. you are. I you're, mean, who's a be, better expert than you that would come on our podcast? I don't know. You're the only person who will come on our podcast. Like, so, do you think everybody else said no? That's a good question. <laughs> do you think you would, if if there was folklore mm. trivia, could you beat the movie genius Derek? Or do you think he's listened to it? I think I could beat Derek. You think you could beat All Derek? Right. What about? We'll organize that. Hold on. Alan Green? You know Alan just secretly listens to Taylor, Taylor Swift. He is no, Team no, Taylor. No, 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 no. Actually, but then he, on, he Friday, on Friday at golf he practice, he said, I'm, I'm Team Miley now. Yes. Of course he did. So, I think, was that just his did. way? Was he just trying to motivate you, maybe? Was well, no, that it was his like way? at the end, I think. Okay. <laughs> Good strategy, Alan. Good mm-hmm. strategy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Dylan's with us because she is the Gendivide Folklore, Taylor Swift. Expert. Best. Okay, expert works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the only thing we're doing. This is different mm-hmm. from any other album review mm-hmm. in that there's not two. There's not a album uh, from other, the 80s, 90s, one. and an album from now. It's strictly an album for now. Yes. And I think it was... When this album come out, Dylan, do you know? Um, like three months ago? Four months ago, something Not like that. that we were ago. on vacation um, with and Red River. Yeah, really? it was towards the end of July. Towards the end of July. Okay. Okay. So now we're in um, December. So it's almost four or five months. Mm-hmm. And you remember we, Derek came and said, "I thought you guys would have an emergency podcast for folklore." Yeah, we. This did is it. it. This, this is, is it. The, it's this an is emergency. emergency. A few months later, <laughs> the, it's an emergency. So well, we and there was a add, reason. Yeah. We did talk about it on some episodes of Derek, but it was kind of like pushed to the side. Yeah. We didn't really care. It was pushed to the side. And we wanted to do this on a very special day, mm-hmm. right? What's today, Dylan? It's Taylor's birthday. And this is Happy our present birthday. to you, Taylor. <laughs> Happy birthday. We, we, we probably could have done an emergency podcast forevermore, but yes. we hadn't done this one no. first. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we couldn't do, do this. that. So our birthday present uh-huh. to Taylor is to critique your work. From and then we have some special <laughs> projects that you're really gonna love, Taylor. Yes, actually, to like make it up to all the Swifties that listen to our podcast and to the movie genius, I have it written down that we are doing a folklore super album review, which meaning meaning we're going above and beyond. So, Dad, explain the idea of the projects yes, that we have. We have two projects. Grace took one on. I took the other. Dylan's just the genius, so she's going to critique both of our projects yeah. uh, and all of that comes with it. So. My project is 
that we know that there are three songs on this album that are basically about a love triangle with a guy, mm-hmm. his girlfriend, and then a girl that he has an affair or cheats on his girlfriend with. Um, and so what I think is that the whole album is about that love triangle, and it's not in the correct it's not order. In order. So I'm re- Taylor, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm Look reordering your work for and, you for free. And I'm telling all the Swifties mm-hmm. what the real story is. Yes. What the real, <laughs> what the folktale is, I guess you could the say. The folktale, yes. Um, Hire me, Swift. Hire me. Yeah, just. No. Don't do it. I think she. I think she would really love to work with us. Actually, is there is there some like organization she was asking people to donate to for a birthday or something? Maybe we could put all the profits of this episode towards that. We get profits. Have to listen. We have profits. <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't been telling you, but oh gosh, we, I'm kidding. We so don't have any profits. This has been taking home. Yeah. We don't have any profits. She's just collecting money at the high school from people. Yeah. Maybe um, Alan, our we'll investors will mention you. We'll mention you for ten bucks. <laughs> Maybe our investors could put something together for that. Yeah, does that'd she? Be what, nice. What's her thing? What's Dylan her thing? is one of the investors. We should have introduced her as that as well. Oh yes, she is an investor. She's part of the core investment I'm group. Sixty dollars in debt. <laughs> she needs well, to cash out now on this. Yeah. Can she sell her? She cannot afford to donate. Yes, Please does, share this with your friends. I need money. Does anyone want to buy Dylan's Gin Divide stock? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You could sell your That's stock right now, your yeah. shares. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Derek. Looking at you, buddy. <laughs> if I you don't want know how he feels I about don't want to be dead anymore, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Oh, all right. So do we want to get into a review first before the project? What's your project? You need to tell us about yours. Right, right, right. I'll tell you about mine. Well, okay. (laughs) As I said before, the movie genius really wanted a folklore review. When he talked about it on one of our movie reviews, maybe it was Back to the Future 2, not sure, but go check those episodes out. I'm sure you would love them. Anyways, Derek said that Exile was easily the best song, and Dad, I believe that you agreed with that your first run-through for a while. You definitely agreed with that. So I was thinking, hmm, how could this be? Exile is everyone's favorite. It's the best on there. And then I realized it's because Exile is the only song in the album that has a feature. So naturally, it stands out in the album, and, and an album that really struggles to produce standouts for me. So for my project, I turned every song on the album into a collaboration. And along with picking an artist, I am also deciding how much creative liberty they are getting to change the song I put them on. I love it. Nobody wants to hear you, Taylor. I love it. (laughs) Love it. Happy birthday. Some of of them (laughs) have no creative liberty. They are just singing on it. No, and and I love this. This is something when you came up with this idea, I think, I don't know, I, I, I was leaving here, but as I was going... I thought this should just now be, we should do a collab part mm-hmm. on every album review from now on. And the way it yeah. would work would be is if I'm reviewing your album, uh, the 80s, 90s, or I'm sorry, the 2020 album, let's say that we had done this right. Mm-hmm. I would take Folklore and pick one song and put an 80s or 90s artist in it. Okay. And when you review the 80s, 90s album, you do I the same thing. It, you, okay. Which, of course, is just going to be you always sliding Shawn Mendes into everything. Gosh. <laughs> Gosh. He does not blend Genius. well with folklore at all. 
Well, but he'd you'll be going see. into eighties, nineties. Just wait till you see how many songs I fit him on. Would he have fit how in many? well? Would he have fit in well with Guns and Roses? Mm. Like, who would you even pick to fit in with Guns, Guns and Roses? Guns and Roses, um, would yeah? I would have to pick someone who would fit in with them. Yeah, probably Migos. Probably Migos. That's your go-to. Migos. That would be great. Little Uzi Vert, maybe. Little Uzi Vert. <laughs> All right. So, and and the, uh, I, I love it. It's a great idea. And then Dylan's just going to basically rip our projects apart. Yep. That's my plan. And mm-hmm. lift up Taylor to the highest level on her birthday. That's your mm-hmm. job today. Yes. Make sure Taylor loves the Gen Divide episode that we put out because she we are praising her. <laughs> she might. She might. She might and hear it. You know, what really worries me is she's going to view me and Grace's projects as negatives. Like, oh, they so seem very Grace, Grace no. doesn't think I can carry a song on my own. And Scott <laughs> thinks I can't tell a story effectively. No, assuming no, no, she no, calls no. us by our names. Yeah, instead, and of not I, just grandfather and granddaughter. I think she might. She might just like laugh at you. I don't think so. I, no, she'll just get like a little entertainment. From I this, think. Like, oh, that's stupid. I think what's really going to be a positive for me is that Taylor Swift is so big that the artists I'm putting on her songs are going to love it. And if we can get these like clipped when I say their name with Taylor Swift and put it on our stories, then they'll see it and repost it. Be like, oh, Taylor Swift, oh, yes. then we belong Let's with Taylor Swift. Let's do it, collab. Yeah, the exactly. The Migos are going to be saying that. So I think that's the good side of my project. Taylor might not like it because yeah. it could be like seen only as... tiny little artists. Yes. And they would see tiny. it and they'd be like... Like physically oh tiny. No, no. not physically <laughs> tiny. No, like... <laughs> All right. So how do we want to start this? Like a normal album review? Yes. Okay. So um, do we want to start just with a little bit? We, so we know it came out late July. It is her eighth album, I believe. Yep. How big of a Taylor Swift fan were you, Dylan, before this album? Not very big at all. Really? I, I thought you were. No. You were always I, running around the house going, I stay on too late. Da, 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 I hated that up. song oh. very much. It okay. got way overplayed. No, no. Uh, it did at the time it came Shake out. Shake it off. Uh, stop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, when this album came out, I listened to it, loved it, and then I just went way back into her. To the beginning. To the beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, to the country, Taylor? I did briefly listen to that, but I'm not the biggest what's, fan. What's the song you really, really like that we just rocked down to for oh, like three days in a row? Picture to Burn. Picture to is burn. that not country? It is. It, it is. is country. That's, I feel like I was the... Well, no. I believe I made the mistake of saying like, oh yeah, I like that one when Dylan suggested a Taylor Swift song in my car once and I was like, "Uh, oh, what about Picture to Burn? And then she played it and then I guess she latched onto the fact that I liked that one and then we played it over and over again. Oh yeah. It's really good. It is really good though. I don't think I really got tired of it. No, still not. I don't know. I feel like two or three days we kind of had it going. I'm tired of it. (laughs) It's not near the top for me. <laughs> Dylan, what is your Taylor, favorite Taylor Swift album? Um, Folklore and Evermore are definitely up there, but it might be Reputation. Mm. Is that the one with Look What You Made Me Do? That's the yeah. one that for a while I was like, this is the best album that Taylor Swift has ever made. 
reputation. Well, she has such a weird, not weird, but interesting career arc, right? Because mm-hmm. when she started, it was strictly country music. Is that accurate? Yeah. The first album is country music through and through. And then when did she start to go? And then it felt like it turned pop. And then did mm-hmm. reputation turn like pop meets anger or something? Yeah, or am I just thinking of, of that like, one song? Which I don't know what that would be called. Maybe like poppy grunge. Like that album is definitely like has some anger, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's very it's vengeful. Yes. It's a vengeful mm-hmm. album. Um, and to me, I liked it because it was all very cohesive. Like you could tell that this all belongs on this album. Yeah. I uh, And then, so is Reputation the last one before these two? What no. came before Folklore? Lover. Lover. And what was that one? Uh, that one had me and... So back to more poppy, happy yeah. poppy. Mm-hmm. And then... Great. This one where it feels like she just locked herself in a cabin and For, started writing yeah. with just a few instruments around. And at some point, Bonnever came over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they knocked that out. <laughs> and she kicked him out and finished the album. Mm-hmm. In the wrong order. In the wrong order. <laughs> I mean, Dad, I don't think yours is necessarily negative. Because she might have just, she might have had it in this order, but then shuffled it to... Make it, I guess, sound sound better. Yeah, even maybe. If the story and was a different you always order. hear this sometimes when you hear artists talk about their albums when they're reflecting on great albums, and that mm-hmm. the order was more determined by the production company or the producer or whatever, and mm-hmm. what they thought would flow. And sometimes you put your big hitters early in the album, uh, which mm-hmm. maybe that would explain some of. It. I don't know, but you would think someone with her. Um, Time and her level, her stature in the whole music industry, no one's telling her how to order an album, right? I think, I think they may have suggestions, but I mean, in the yeah. end, if Taylor Swift says, no, that's not how I want it, they have no mm-hmm. leverage. Because if she says, I'm not mm-hmm. doing it that way, then what do you say to Taylor Swift? Um, nothing. I guess you just leave and then she just yeah. replaces you. So, so before we jump Everyone's into the album, replaceable. I think that kind of leads me to a question. Where do you guys see Taylor Swift on the Mount Rushmore of music right now? Is she in the top four musical talents, artists, in terms of skill, popularity, everything? Yeah, right now I'm saying. In this moment, is she on the Mount Rushmore? Is she in the top four? I would say so. I mean, popularity-wise, she's got to be. Skill-wise, I think this kind of helps prove it in that she's got such a big range of of abilities and... Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think she's gonna go back to country, like she's really gone country? country, like the accent and everything? Really get into um, it? I don't think so. You know what I think she's gonna do next? What? Retire. Yeah, mm. I think that's coming soon. Soon, or or she just keeps she, going. Okay, okay. What about this? She starts. Oh gosh. Okay, go ahead. Okay. You're good. You remember how Taylor used to have like her like girl group posse thing and it was just like a bunch of other female singers, actors, celebrity type people? I don't remember None that. None of at them all. were as big <laughs> as her, but okay. Dad doesn't, he doesn't remember. remember. He doesn't Taylor remember Swift it at all. did this? Yes. Was did she put this group together kind of like as the 
uh, kind of like the a birds crew. of prey type thing after I Kanye picked on her. <laughs> she was like, we're going to get a whole gang of girl well, power. It was just like her, Selena Gomez, and then a bunch of smaller people, I oh, think. Okay. Physically smaller? No. no. Okay. Never you guys keep never mean physically smaller. At some point, you're going to mean it. <laughs> Not on this podcast. Okay, what if Taylor Swift started a band? I think it would be, I would see it as very hard because she would obviously be the most popular. But she, she wasn't, but she has great skills in songwriting and lyrics. And then what if she just brought in some like nobodies, but they could like really sing or they could really bring something else to the table. It's pretty rare to see that happen. I mean, a lot of times you see it the other way, like Beyonce, where they start in a group or a band and they get too big and they split. But it's pretty I'm rare. Thinking, I can't even think of one. But don't we think Taylor Swift is like, isn't she like a pioneer of some sort? Yeah. But does she have, does she, is she egoless enough to do that? She, to, I think she might to, just like, she might jo- just like being alone. I to guess. join a band, it's not named Swifties. It has nothing to do with her name. <laughs> and she's, and maybe not even, she's not the only lead singer. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to do with her ego. I think it's just. I just don't think that would work. Yeah, I well. agree. I agree. All right. It was a it was an idea I just pulled out of my brain. It's all right. <laughs> so, all right. Let's jump to the album then. Who wants to go first? Um, why don't we start it off with kind of everyone's initial thoughts on the album. Okay. If you can take yourself back to after you'd only listened to it one or two times. I'll lead off on this. So, the only thing I really listened to... At first was was Exile, and it's just because Grace kind of said, hey, I think this one's pretty good. We listened to it, and I agreed. Mm-hmm. Immediately thought Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper could probably do it better. But, but whatever. That's neither here nor that's there. That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, Taylor. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, Taylor. Happy All birthday. right. And, just uh, kidding about your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it's really bad. <laughs> Dog Dylan. It. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan, All right. We don't uh, need that. So my first times through the album were just like what a week ago, two weeks ago when we decided we were doing this. I think yeah. I had gone back and then listened to a few other songs, but then to actually go through it in order as she intended it to be listened to, I've done that probably twenty times in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Thinking back to my initial thought, I kind of agreed with Grace. There was only a couple songs that stood out to me. Uh, it's very chill. It's very relaxing. It's very Background music almost seems insulting. Um, okay, but I actually I have some things to say about that. Okay. Very insulting. I did not intend it to be insulting, but I could see how people would take it that way. All right, I would like to start off my review by saying that this album is amazing, and I didn't want anyone to take offense, especially not Taylor, especially not on your birthday. Happy birthday! It's great. Oh my God, that's scary. <laughs> no, I'm. Pre- <laughs> I think that probably was scary for the listeners. I think. <laughs> Sorry, I lost my place. Um, yeah, Taylor, you're great. I think she does not care what I say. I really don't think no. so, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, Probably not. So I don't... <laughs> and when you say that, you mean she doesn't really care what anyone says. I don't think. Any criticisms mm-hmm. that come off this, I think she's a true artist and she's big enough now where it's just like, whatever. It's mm-hmm. mine. I own it. Yeah, Screw and I think you. so many people love it. It's yeah. fine. 
Um, and I don't want her to take this to heart. I don't want her to care about what I'm yes. saying right now. But what I mean is that this these songs don't really like grip you. Like to really get into it, you have to like pay attention to it, sure. and you can't be like working. Yeah, yeah. But because sometimes those are the best over. albums. But they are yeah. hidden sometimes, and you don't find them right away. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. Same thing with me. First couple times through, just listening to the songs and the music. But then as I listened to the lyrics, that's mm-hmm. when it was like, all right, I'm yeah, in. Yeah, it's really I'm just the lyrics. I think I might have been more receptive to this if it was like a poetry book or something. True. If I'm being honest. Well, yeah. I don't know about receptive, but... How much more I got into it when I just started pulling the lyrics up in front of me while I listened to it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. really horrible about picking up lyrics. I was like, oh, I really like that. That's good. Yes. But just when I'm working, it's just like in the background. I'd, I'm not really paying attention to it because when I'm working, I can't really listen to music, but I could listen to this. If I start playing five seconds of summer while I'm working, it's not going to work out. No. Starts dancing around. Distracted. Yeah. Crushing on Ashton Irwin, mm-hmm. who's no that longer guy's in the band. Terrifying. <laughs> so yeah, Taylor. Yeah, Taylor knocked it out of the park lyrically. That's why it doesn't need phenomenal instrumentals or production. But it has it. It's just soft and calm and relaxing. It's nothing that grips you, makes Boring. you want to move, makes you whatever. But it really is. Even some of the songs, like the beginning of of Epiphany, that is just mm-hmm. so like low toned. I don't know what how else to describe it really, but man, that even starts to get really good. It all just becomes mm-hmm. kind of magical after the, a while. I don't know. The melodies all just like fade together for me. The melodies of the instruments or her voice? Both. Both? Man, I love like the cadence and melodies of her vocals on a lot of these songs. It's just different. Mm-hmm. It's something different. It's like the first time you hear Migos compared to Eminem <laughs> or Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? Migos. It's just like a different approach to kind yes. of, of yes. how she's doing it. I liked it. Dylan, initial thoughts, first time you listened, first two or three times you listened to it through and through. Um, it was probably on the way home from that vacation, and I just listened to it the whole time. I really liked it. Um, it has very nice like storytelling elements that mm-hmm. haven't been quite as highlighted in her other albums, but this one was like solely a story. A story. Yeah. I want her to write a book. Oh, that would be awesome. Please, she Taylor, do it. Write a book. For write your a book birthday. About for your birthday. <laughs> write yeah. us a book. <laughs> write us a book. <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> write us a book. Sit down. It's been like a year. <laughs> okay. So do we want to get into favorites, least favorites? I want to hear what y'all's are, because I don't really have a favorite written down, but I would say just off the top of my head, maybe this is me trying. Um, I definitely know what my least favorite is, and that is seven. So, Playing from Scott's iPhone uh, 10s Max. Oh, gosh. dang it. Gosh. Why can't we that. never get that part right? I hate when that We can never get that right. It's so loud. We know where you're playing from. Mm-hmm. I hit it. the button. <laughs> we hit the button. So this is this is me trying mm-hmm. again, really. Or my tears ricochet, or mirrorball. You're not allowed to pick like 18 favorites. Well, <laughs> I three. Those. Okay. <laughs> all of them. All of them except seven. So seven's least favorite, and that's yeah, for it's certain. just like a skip. I don't know. 
I, really? Yeah. I go I, like this. Really? I like seven. I would say this is me trying is definitely one of my favorites. Um, I also like My Tears Ricochet and Cardigan is up there for me too. And I would say my least favorite is probably the one. Mm, Just it's the lead never, off. Yeah. It's never really like stuck out to me. Like I like it and it's a good start to the album, but I get that kind I of I think it's, it's a really just, good start. It's a great start, but I don't know. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. haven't It's forgotten. Yes. So I mean <sighs> it's followed up by immediately Cardigan, The Last Great American Dynasty and Exile, which are all really strong in my opinion, so maybe that's mm-hmm. why it kind of you lose or you just gain so much momentum on those next three songs or whatever. Let's listen yeah. to seven. I'm sorry. It's just... I like it's it. It's a skip for me. I love this one. It's Have you played like, this one some? Yeah. Played around with it on the piano? So that's the other thing. Dylan has like kind of started obsessing on playing some of this album on the piano. And I think that has influenced me. Because I'll mm-hmm. hear one the next day listening to this. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I can that hear one. Dylan. You know, I can yeah. hear it. <laughs> So seven's at the bottom. Yeah. No, what, there's you nothing really wrong with it. Was? I hate that um, I was so aggressive with it, but it's just, yeah, that's my <laughs> least favorite. I felt like I was too aggressive with it. I'm sorry. I really like this one. My least favorite is the one, though. Um, it's tough. I, so for me, I think, and I know I just said this is kind of strong, and I do think it's a stronger song. I just don't really care for it that much, but it's The Last Great American Dynasty. I feel like it's got a different feel from everything else a little bit. Um, yeah, this is probably also one of my mm-hmm. least favorites. Yeah. I want to take it back. I don't want Taylor Swift to write a book. Po- poetry book. Not it's, a book, though. I want her to become a tattoo artist. Mm, that, would, that could be fun. So this is the bottom for me. And I still think it's good. <laughs> Wait, why do you want her to be a tattoo artist? I don't know. Just do something different. Do something <laughs> different. Do something completely. Different. This is over for you. This is the music on. thing is over. <laughs> All right. So this is least least I guess at the bottom. Another one that I I usually have to go back to is Mirrorball. Oh, it's one of one of my fifteen favorites. It's in your top fifteen of sixteen on the album. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know. I it's just. I don't love it. So my favorite uh, by a good mile, though, is Exile. Mm. And it has been from the beginning. And I really tried to uh, get past that and pick yes. something different as I listen got, to the album, yeah. as it goes through. Uh, and over time, the two that really stood out that I really started to like a lot were Mad Woman and Epiphany. And they're back-to-back. And Epiphany was such a... A like again low tone song, but the more I listened to it, the more I listened to the lyrics, especially with my project in mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, it fits because it's the one you think that doesn't fit in a teenage mm-hmm. love triangle. It's hard to fit this song, but then when I did it, I was like, man, it's perfect. It's perfect, Taylor. <laughs> Good job, Stop. Taylor. Me and Taylor. Like that. Me and Taylor. Happy birthday, <laughs> you and Taylor. F- have this whole. You, we essentially became one out. for a moment, and our <laughs> minds melded, and we 
That's and we, great. We did it. I wish I could have had that. But it's just so. I don't know. It's like depressing. Just li- like yeah. not even listening to the lyrics. It just has a very like, you know, depressing sound. Yeah. It's also like the harmonies in her voice. Yes. Are so like, and like angelic. Yes. But like, it's very sad. Yeah, it is. It feels to me like it would just be someone like floating down the street. Or, like, something I kind of thought about it on both, especially in these two scenarios she's kind of talking about where it sounds like people are dying. It feels to me very angelic. Like it's an angel almost mm-hmm. narrating it as, I think as, so. as this tragedy's happening on the beach during a war or the woman and whatever's going on there. I don't even understand it. Um, okay. But you know something bad is happening because she's mm-hmm. crashing or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It grew on me quickly. This was the biggest U-turn. Like, if I had to pick a 180 song, the first three times I went through the album, I didn't even listen to this. It was truly background music. I would tune out and focus on something else. But then when I really thought, all right, I got to dig in and figure out what this is about to put it into mm-hmm. my project, it, it moved up pretty quick. Top three for me. All I right. think this song is, like, perfect for a soundtrack of some sort. Oh, yeah. Like, um... This could have been, like, Superman's death. Oh, yes. This would have been perfect for that. Yes. So Superman's dead? Not anymore. No, they, they revived what? him or something. Oh, In yes. Justice League, remember? Ant-Man brought him back. Dad. <laughs> That's a different universe, Dad. Oh, one of my favorite things to remember is when we were planning on going to see Infinity War or Endgame, I can't remember, and Dad was planning on saying like he was going to keep saying what is batman going to show up <laughs> like this wouldn't really be happening loud. this where everyone be, can hear yes. this wouldn't be happening if batman was here where is bruce wayne <laughs> oh that would have been why amazing why is the wonder woman here yes where is wonder woman <laughs> who even is this person <laughs> who even just start calling one of the marvel characters yeah. a a dc one like, who are the two closest? Not to digress mm. off Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. Uh, not to digress too far off, but what? who are the two closest in similarity of everything? Mm. Is it like Iron Man, Batman? Probably. No. Is it? I mean, they're rich. They're That's both rich. The they're both... Superman and Captain America. They're both, both kind of snarky. I mean, certain characters mm-hmm. with those two, they both... I mean, Iron Man's funny, I think. But that may yeah. be the Robert Downey Jr. influence. Maybe, in, maybe Superman and Captain America. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Captain America's... What's his backstory? He's not from a different planet or anything. He's like, a, he's like he's a soldier. From, oh, that was Frozen or something, wasn't yeah. he? Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's move on from this Let's topic. move on. All right. So, hold on. No. This is the... Doesn't Captain America die at the end of one of them or something? Yeah. Or Iron Man. Iron Man. This yeah. is, could this be Iron Man's? Didn't they do it like out on a river and had something floating away, like his helmet or something? Yeah. This Did they? Been. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow crying. Crying. <laughs> Everyone's crying. That one guy crying. <laughs> that one guy. Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Whisping tears away <laughs> as Taylor as Taylor singing about <laughs> epiphanies. Epiphanies. I love it. That's a good Moving one, Dylan. On. All right, so all right. I think we can wrap we're, up the overall review pretty quick. Then ready. we give it a grade. 
I guess, do we want to even give it a grade since we... I mean, so I guess we're giving it... I'm giving it a grade compared to other current albums. Does that sound fair? Okay, that sounds fair. I can't remember what mine were. B plus. I'm going B plus. So the reason is, I don't know that I'd pick the whole album over and over very often in the future. There's definitely songs though I'd listen to, and it's probably something I'd never turn off. If it was just on when I walked into the room or when we got in the car, I would let it play. Okay, I will say solid. I'll go B plus too. Gosh, so original. (laughs) (laughs) Why? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Why? I'll go just A. I really like it. Yes. It's one of my favorite albums. Oh. Mm. Okay. So, favorite, favorite Taylor Swift album? Maybe. Favorite 2020 album? I mean, 2020 has sucked, right? I mean. Yeah. I really like Evermore, though. I feel like I might like that one more than this. What about Super Bloom? (laughs) <laughs> 2020. Yeah, what about Superbloom? I Super don't Bloom? like Superbloom very much. And I haven't oh, listened to it. When was Calm released? I can't even remember. Okay. Well, we won't get off topic. No. We are don't we need try another five-minute, five-seconds of summer. Are we going to try and mesh the projects? I Is think that so. how we want to do this? Yes. So, by that meaning, we're going to listen to it in the order I think Taylor should have put it in. Dad's going to explain why. And explain why. And as we do that, then Grace is going to chime in with who she thinks the who the should, featured artist should have been. Yes. Feeded, as we Feated. often say. <laughs> Dylan's going to be critical of ear, though. She's either going to shed light on, no, Dad, that's wrong. It wasn't uh-huh. this. Yes. Or that artist would be horrible with Taylor. Or whatever you want, Dylan. You got free yeah. reign. I hope I picked an artist that has beef with Taylor. Like, I hope I picked oh. one. Don't they all? <laughs> I feel like every, so that's one thing I want to say. Like uh, Dylan said, she thought this is a great storytelling album, and it is. And that that may have been something lacking more. But I feel like that was something I always heard about Taylor from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like every album, the songs there was some songs on there that were about dudes that did her wrong, or mm-hmm. and uh, everyone knew people. everyone yeah. knew who they were. And how was that? Because was she leaking it out? Like this is about Harry Styles. Or how I did you just know? just the timing I of think, it, people got it. Yeah. Okay. I think, I mean, she was in a lot of relationships with other celebrities, so those were like, you people they followed like, them. People can hide. You couldn't yeah. really hide that. You couldn't make that very private. And then she would write a song that was clearly about a breakup or something, mm-hmm. and it would just be obvious. Like she wouldn't. Must be. I don't hairy. think she ever said it. She always tried to keep it relatively private, but like. You can't. Yeah, it's just kind of obvious. Is she in a relationship with anyone now? Joe Isn't she Alwyn. engaged yeah. or married? Joe I'm pretty sure they're engaged. Big Joe. He's an actor. Big Joe. <sighs> I've never heard of him. <laughs> Physically, Happy birthday, big. Taylor. Happy birthday, <laughs> Happy birthday Taylor. You Probably a, a good move. Probably a good yeah. move. I think, you know. Yes. She couldn't she make it work like with Harry Styles. That was probably a sign. <laughs> Not like an actor no one's ever heard of. An like, engineer. An engineer, yeah. Yeah. Someone with like a normal career that's not going to care and about like, the clout that Taylor's going to give them. And not to say all engineers are this way, but like very black and white, no creativity, no gray. Mm-hmm. Everything's just like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. straight up. Seem like Taylor's. And they could support themselves. <laughs> yeah. 
they aren't just latching on to Taylor for financial or clout purposes. He wouldn't be upset when she went and locked herself in a cabin for three months with Bonnevere <laughs> coming up with an album. Oh, gosh. Uh, and stuff. Yeah. Taylor, Bonnevere's- that's my relationship advice to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Bonnevere is on Evermore, too. Oh, really? Yeah. He's that's on exciting. The, he's on Evermore, the title track. Okay. It's the last one. I'm on it. As soon as we're done with this podcast. In fact, let's end this. Okay. <laughs> no. Just All right. A, let's just take a like, 30 minute break. 30 minute break. We'll come back and we'll do both albums. Oh, gosh. I was. Well, I there need was more a, time. A split second. So the other night or the other morning, we're driving to school and uh, Dylan was asking for clarification on time zones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, what for? And she's like, well, Swizzle Sticks is, is releasing another new album tonight at midnight Eastern. And I was like, what? And it kind of crossed my mind, like, Mm -hmm. should we do a double album review? And it's all one big story about James and Betty and And Una. Una. (laughs) We're calling her. All right, let's set up the project real quick. Is is 11 the time that usually things get released for us? I don't know. I guess if they're shooting for midnight Eastern, which that's New York time, which is a popular time to do it, then it would always be 11 our time. Mm. I feel like one night, what was it? Oh, yeah, one night, two things got released for me at 11. Ooh. And I just happened to be that awake. That was a good week. That, <laughs> that was, was a good week. week. That was a good week. Okay. Actually, both, really of, those, tired the next both of those artists, um, well, actually, I didn't listen to the album. I just listened no. to the single from the other artist. Gosh. But uh, both of those artists are on here. Let's get moving here. Let's get the project well, going. Well, I need Dad to Dylan's start. Dylan's got... A big day. Let's go, Dad. Her agenda's full. All right, here's how it's going to go. Just real quick, we're going to do it in the order I think it should have been in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what I think it means. So I had no clue that there was a love triangle on this album until Dylan and Grace gave me a heads up. And that's really when I decided, like, man, that's awesome. I want to dig in more. I want to listen to the lyrics a little bit more closely. So for me, there are three primary characters here, and I'm, I don't think this is just for me, but it is James, uh, who is the boyfriend, mm-hmm. Betty, who is James's girlfriend, and I was going to call her Una, but I don't have to <laughs> if we don't want to do that, and Una is uh, the love interest that James has an affair with, sounds like possibly over a summer or so, um, and I had seen an article, I think, when I was just trying to figure out, I, I Googled it after we talked about it just to make sure I knew what three songs I was supposed to be listening to to understand it. Mm-hmm. And they called her Una. And the reason they did it was they said the unnamed narrator of August. Since then, Dylan's gotten some insight from Taylor. She reached out before <laughs> yeah. we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we think call. her name is Augustine. I, yeah, I've heard a bunch of other Swifties. Refer to her as that. So I don't know. So is that what we want to do? Una or Augustine? Augustine. Okay. Una sounds really stupid. What? I think I it like sounds it. beautiful. I think it's amazing. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> no. And it's, I don't know. All right, here we go. What are you starting with? All right, so to me, the very first song is Peace. Okay. And Peace to me is, mm. uh, is James talking to Betty. Uh, so if we imagine all this kind of starts in a school year, in the spring of a school year. So like, mm-hmm. let's say it starts, you know, February, March, April, somewhere in there. This is during that time. 
And I think it's James saying, hey, I love you. But he's also already kind of knows mm-hmm. that he'll never be able to offer her full he, peace. He's a free spirit. Yeah, that he, you know, I'm always going to have a little mm-hmm. bit of a wild side. And maybe that's what he's trying to translate here to, to Betty. I like it. That's the leadoff. And so every song to me is narrated by one of those three. James, okay. I really wanted I really wanted to give Inez a song. And I thought there was one that was close. In fact, I'd written it down as Inez, and then I went back and changed it. But um, So this is, like I said, this is James. Okay. And Do you want to hear yeah. Who's the Who's the feeded artist on this? Okay, so we're starting with one that Dylan's going to be happy about, which is good, because I think about halfway through this, she's probably going to hate me. So, On Peace is going to be Hosier. And Dylan said, oh, you should put him on one of these, because these songs, like, it's right up his alley. And I thought this sound, this song, he would sound amazing on. He isn't getting any creative control, because it already sounds like something he could do. But his voice is going to make this song a solid top eight when normally it's kind of towards the bottom. Yeah. I like it. He could mm-hmm. definitely. I feel like they add could blend to together. I think that's true. For I think sure. that would be a really good. Mm-hmm. From, their, from their vocal standpoint, that would fit mm-hmm. well. Any critiques either friends. way, Dylan? Can um, you hear this being James to Betty early on in, I, in their fling, their love? This could definitely be James to Betty, but I don't think it should be this early. No. Maybe even like after mm. August. Oh. I don't know. It's tough. It's almost like, too like you've got to hear my interpretation of some of the other ones, I think. Yeah. Because there's the some that I started off thinking, oh, this is early. Mm-hmm. And then I changed it and I decided, no, I think they're adults here. I think this mm-hmm. is them still reflecting all the way back. As adults. So yeah. And with something so subjective like art like this, you know, Dad, I'm sure you can convince me of anything. I don't think I'm going to disagree with no, you once. Well, but it's interesting to hear, like, if you have other thoughts, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so my second song as to how I think the, the order should go is Una. We hear from Una or Augustine for the first time. Mm-hmm. And this is at the beginning of summer, very end of the school year, and this is basically they're cheating now, and they've started an affair, and it's illicit affairs. And I think this is Una to James, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe like a little bit of to, to herself. You know, it's like I think it's Una singing to herself about James, I guess I should say. And a okay. few of the things like the leave the perfume on the shelf that you picked out just for him. And the whole thing is like, listen. Make sure no one sees you sneak away. I mean, uh-huh. it's almost like hes they're hiding it, you know. And I think mm-hmm. this is the very beginning of it. Because there's also like this level of excitement, you know. Yes. I don't know. What do you think, Dylan? I like that. Um, I'm pretty sure even some people, fans of the album, thought that this was the third, like... Well, part of the triangle, yeah, and that this was from what's her faces. Now Taylor's never said it's a three-song deal. This well, is all Swifties, so why can't she, it be? She did say it was like there was like a love triangle, and it was from three different people's. Yeah, but she didn't say three songs. I think she might have. Okay, I was but, gonna say otherwise. Una maybe gets two songs. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right. Now, this one, I picked a very interesting oh, choice. Oh, I cannot I think wait. They, okay, okay. So, are you familiar with the Chainsmokers? They are a, like, DJ duo. They do a lot of electronic yes, stuff. love it. They've done songs with Halsey, one of Dylan's favorite artists. I um, song. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one closer. Yes. So you can hear the chorus as it builds in here, and I feel like that's a hallmark of the electronic genre. So I felt like this was their chance. They're going to get a lot of creative control with this one. I said 80%. No! To, to nice. <laughs> and then there's going to be a drop and yes. just a nice electronic beat. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's and I think it's really cool. Like to me, it almost becomes it's featuring Taylor Swift. Yeah. Right? Essentially it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like crying. it. I like it. She is physically crying. <laughs> Cry. <laughs> she loves it. You she really the loves album. it. <laughs> it's, it's ruined. Uh, I was just being this is garbage. What do you mean? No, they can't make, be on this album. I'm it's gonna throw better. the whole thing off. Well, wait till you see, see who else I have. No. <laughs> Well, the whole point is I'm making every song a standout. Yeah. <laughs> to make Why to make every make song. <laughs> I'm making every song the best song. <laughs> okay, whatever. Next. Next. Here we go. Uh, the next one, I struggled really with who this is. The narrator is, and um, but I think it fits. I think it's late summer now, and we're coming up on where I think Una is starting to identify this is not going to be a forever relationship. And that mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's leading into August, I think. And so let's call this sometime in late July. And I think she's really starting to get upset about it. So the problem is a lot of these songs, I struggled to think this is James because Taylor's singing. So my mind would immediately put it as Una or Betty. Mm-hmm. This could be James. It could be Una. And it could also just be a, like uh, James's uh, a voice in his head, kind of, and it's Mad Woman. And I think it's starting mm-hmm. to show that Una is just like starting to go a little crazy because she's like, "This can't be happening in your mind." I, you know, w- what do you mean you're gonna have to go back to Betty when school comes back? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Because no one knows yet. Because we know the point of someone finding out is freaking Inez. Freaking Inez. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, I think, the Mad Woman is Una. Okay. I like this one. Yeah, it's good. Me too. It's a good choice. Do you think that fits the storyline? Um, yeah. That that seems good. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. And it could even be a multiple narrator type thing because there's some lines in here where it feels like it's coming directly from Una, and then somewhere mm-hmm. it would be like James's thought. Okay. I like that. I'm excited for the. Okay, this, on this one, one is no. This person is getting just a little bit of creative control. It is Selena Gomez, and I think she could she would sound okay on this. And they used to be gal pals. They probably would benefit from rekindling their friendship. Well, I mean, it's probably I don't know if they had a, like a falling out or something, but I don't see them together anymore. And I feel like this could be very therapeutic for them. To do together, okay. the gal pals in Hollywood. 
this seems to be kind of the theme of the other theme of this song. What okay. do you think, Dylan? I, I'm not opposed to that. This is one of the few where I thought the other mm-hmm. one should be a guy. And I actually, I didn't mm-hmm. think about your project on too many of these songs. This is one just because over and over and I was struggling back and forth. And I kept settling like on a really strong uh, male voice or really powerful mm-hmm. is a better way to put it. And yeah. I kind of thought like on the piano and I'm kind of thinking John Legend and mm. Taylor Swift. Because nice. I think there's parts where you could almost easily divide it. Like this is him singing, this is her. Okay, I like that. I think, yeah, I jokingly said I was going to add John Cena to this song just to make Dylan see what Dylan would react. But, you know, what's next? So Mad Woman is third, and then that leads right into August. Mm. August, of course, being one of the ones we know is in the love triangle, and this is Una to James, and it is August, the end of summer, and it's very clear. She's basically saying, you were never mine to lose, so much for summer love, not mine to lose. Um, Waiting for a call, gosh. Uh, One of the signs, meet behind the mall, that kind of ties into what I was saying earlier, like the illicit affairs just always sneaking around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think this one's pretty clear. I mean... It's got to yes. fit at the end of summer mm-hmm. because that's where August fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where August is. Okay. To this song, I added five seconds of summer because, and they are getting a lot of creative control. Not, not familiar. That's <laughs> okay. That's funny. Dad. Are you talking about Ashton Irwin's band <laughs> that he used to? Those guys. <laughs> five guys. Ashton Irwin is a member of Five Seconds oh, yeah, of yeah. Summer. Yes. Okay. Sorry. There's okay. only four of them though. Oh. Yeah. Should be fine. Because um, I feel like this song has the most potential to be made into a more poppy or rock genre that is just, like, bigger. Okay. I could see them adding... I could see a nice five seconds of summer cover where they change it up. Yes. And this is one of the Luke songs... Luke and Taylor sound great. ...where I love the cadence. Mm-hmm. And how she kind of switches from this faster cadence to a real... Harmony, beautiful thing, and then I, I, I like this one a lot. This one probably should have been in my top three. Mm-hmm. Another one Dylan has played around with because I felt like every time I heard it, I could hear Dylan tickling the ivories in the living room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thoughts, Dylan? Um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no thoughts. All right, moving on to the next song. Um is seven and I think seven is narrated by James and I think this is James to Una basically maybe right around the time it's all being found out and it's becoming public knowledge and Inez is blabbering her mouth all over school okay that's good that's good to seven I added Miley Cyrus because she can do the raspy voice that this song calls for, and she can use her creative liberty to maybe rock it up a tad. Yeah. Wrecking yeah. ball this thing. I like wrecking that. ball. <laughs> I think not wrecking ball this thing, I don't yeah. think. I think she would be great with this song. Mm-hmm. I don't see... I mean... I would just say give... 
tailor just like the fundamentals of this song. But mm. I feel like you would have to just have Miley singing the whole time for this to like really work. It would be just more of like a cover. Mm. I think they could do it together. Taylor could just take the first and then Miley could take the second. Maybe. I that would be interesting, just hearing them together. Well. I think yeah. would be interesting. Very, Miley very different. My, I don't see it working. There's a few of these where I'm afraid the other artist will just like kind of cover up Taylor. Yeah. All right, next is uh, another one that fits right in, Cardigan, which Cardigan is uh, now basically Betty reflecting on coming right out of the summer. She knows, mm-hmm. right? And I guess, like I'm thinking this song is September, October. I love how Still you have the very, It's very fresh. It's very, yeah, so that's the other thing. I kind of broke it up into four times, and I think it's the school year before the summer, um, like within six months after, and then years later, some of them, I think. That's I, I like that, but a lot of lyrics in this, in this song point to it being years later. Okay. Um, like being drunk under a streetlight. That I don't know. They're only seventeen. But it could also be schoolers. like figuratively drunk in love, kind of drunk in mm, illusionment of that. You know, it could. I don't know. Little interpretation. Either way. Here. Either way. I could see that too, and it but did yeah. cross my mind. I think I had even initially written down. Because I have Betty reflecting was the first thing I wrote, and then I had to come back to it. Um, and you're right, because she's saying when you when you're young, almost like she's thinking back on that time. Yes. There's, so. I don't know. Yeah, that was really that, like, questionable. Going to bars and stuff. Is they is they in this song like just adults? Teachers it seems like it. yeah. I think yeah. it's the the everyone. I think it's the public or whatever you know. Okay. Everyone that found out. Oh, about so it. maybe this relationship like it. They feel like it's them against the world a little bit, or that's how Betty feels. Yes. Yeah. That's not a good sign. Who's the? You who's, feel that way. <laughs> who's feeded on Cardigan? Okay, Cardigan. This person. Cardi B. Cardi B, no, you, you guessed me? it, you guessed it, Cardi B, get it, no. because like Cardigan has Cardi in it, so she would just come in with this verse about the cardigan, my yeah. name is Cardi, and she's going to get a decent amount of creative liberty, Love because it. she needs a v- beat, and she needs yeah. her own verse. Yeah. I'm that's, so excited, so excited. Oh, that's insane. Tag Cardi, now everyone. I can't, now I can't listen to any of these songs without thinking of Miley no. Cyrus covering them. <laughs> I wish we she were really like... too. Yeah technically good at mixing songs up because that would be one I would want to play with and try and just take Cardi stuff out. and that overlay really it. Fun. Yeah. Let's do that. Good one. I can't argue. You can't argue with Cardi B. You There's can't. some artists you mm-hmm. can't argue with. She's probably just going to, she'll probably knife you if you argue with her. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No? A, she'll step on you with her negative bloody 10 inch heels. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. I like it. Next. I like it. Next. Everything when I was young. Uh, this one was a little tougher too, I think, to find where I wanted it to fit, but it's hoax. And to me, hoax is Una to Betty. And I think it is her saying, like, you know, 
it really sucked being found out that I was the one being cheated with. And mm-hmm. then I almost think she probably gained a reputation from that. That wasn't good from her schoolmates, her friends, and peers. Mm-hmm. But what hurt her the most is I, this is where I think I, I'm bringing some more interpretation. I think Una and Betty were friends. And I think what hurts Una the most, and she says something, there's a line in here, what hurt the most is what you did to me. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like that Betty just cut her off. Like, you're dead to me. I'm done. And that's what hurt the most. In the end, losing James hurt, getting drugged through the mud by your peers and probably mm-hmm. called names for, you know, doing what you did. But in the end, what hurt the most was one of your best friends knifing the relationship for good. <laughs> Knifing? <laughs> Oh gosh! Which one is this? Actually, knife drawer. Hoax. Hoax. Okay. Oh, this is a fun one. This is a fun one. I like this. I like it. Okay. Um, The feet. (laughs) Harry Styles. Ooh. This would get. This song would get the biggest because they used to date, and of course, it would sound amazing. Goodness. You can hear him. Man, it works too because Mm -hmm. it could work like as two people almost singing about a failed Mm -hmm. relationship. Like a love relationship instead of a friendship, like I was listening to it as. Mm-hmm. It works. I like it. Man, think about how big that would be. I know. Just crazy. because of the history there. Get him on there. Get him on there. So good. Come on, Taylor. All right. So did I redeem myself from the chain smokers, Dylan? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. I can't wait to mess it up again on the next song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next song for me is My Tears Ricochet. Oh. And I think this is James to Betty. And I like to think it's winter now, November-ish. It's cold outside. But this is, this is uh, James to Betty saying it's not all my fault. And I shouldn't be the only one to blame. And whether that might mean that she left for the summer. But somewhere in his, in his head, he's trying to justify like, hey, it's a two-way street. It's not. He cheated. Screw you, James. But... I think it's in his head he's trying to justify. Yeah, uh, that and, could definitely... And that he, the line I really like is that couldn't go with grace. Mm-hmm. Basically just saying, like, I couldn't just say let's break up for the summer. Yeah. He basically tried to keep it together and then cheated on her. For some reason, I always felt like they weren't actually, like, dating. Or, like, they were dating, but maybe they weren't boyfriend-girlfriend yet. What's the difference again? Oh, I guess boyfriend-girlfriend's official... Yeah, if Dayton's you're just dating like, someone, you could be going out with anyone Tinder. else. You're still Def- on Tinder. Well, but that would also then really excuse it. That would almost be yeah. like the the also, Ross Monica were on a break. That's why I felt, and that's that, why I kind of took Ross James Rachel, aside. Yeah, there's a line in Betty where James says, "Like, plus I saw you dance with him." So Betty was dancing with another guy at this like oh. dance, which isn't is not nearly as bad as what James did, but. That could definitely drive him to act mm-hmm. irrationally. And maybe that's what the justification of this song. Yeah, that's really good, guys. That is good. That's really awesome. Oh, man, you know what? I skipped Betty. You don't, oh. Do you not have Betty on there? <laughs> it's okay, because... I'm going to put it between August and 7. Because I realized as I was doing this that I have two songs on here that didn't have someone on them, so I quickly added someone. Okay. So we both weren't perfect. We both weren't perfect. Much like James and Betty. Much like James and Betty. (laughs) Wrong. Only James wasn't perfect. Oh. (laughs) I mean, 
Nobody Maybe. was a nobody perfect. perfect, as Miley Cyrus would say. Did Miley? Yeah. yeah. Love it. <laughs> more Miley. More Miley. Just so feature on all of them. All right. My, so who's the feet here? My tears ricochet. This was one of the first ones that I kind of figured out, or at least I knew I wanted this artist on here. Okay, it is. Why don't we? Because this song has those like <laughs> Dylan. Yuck. I'm disgusted. <laughs> no, because this song has those like ooze at the beginning. I really didn't like the way those sounded. So I was just going to let Why Don't We hop on the track with their tone, their harmonies, and I'm also going to let them add a few things. I haven't, I don't know if they're really going to get to sing a verse on here or they're, they're just, just going to be backup backing. Vocals. But they are going to like add a little bit. They're, I'm going to let them do like runs, anything they want. I don't want just to Just kind of show off on the. I don't want to hear those people. Well, this song could use the runs, Dylan. No, it couldn't. It's very simplistic. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. No. I don't like I'm it. I'm rejecting it. I don't that. like it either. Uh, you. That's just because you guys, guys don't like Why Don't We, so you didn't even consider it. We didn't. That's true. You're right. I think, yeah. <laughs> You're like exactly if right. If they were just doing the vo- backing vocals, it would sound not that bad, but yeah. And they no. may be. For all we mm-hmm. know, they were in the cabin. They this is them the going, She's like, nothing more than that. <laughs> Put it on a two and keep it right there. I mean, I think Taylor's going to stay singing on all of these verses, but they could be doing oohs. I think one of them could also just be singing the lyrics with her on maybe like a different octave okay. or something. All right, real quick then, I do want to just rewind real fast to where Betty would have been. And it's such a big song. You missed it. And I missed it. But to me, it fits. So this really now, it gives James back-to-back narrated songs. Because I Mm -hmm. believe it would go after August, and then to Betty, and then Seven would come after. And it's almost Mm -hmm. like, to me, Betty is James to Betty. But he's also like, some of this makes me think he, he doesn't quite realize how bad what he did was. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then seven, it gets a little bit more serious, I think. He, he now is like, there's an S, too. There's an S. Key part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. She's really important. She is. <laughs> okay. So if you haven't heard it all, go listen to Betty, and you'll learn that Inez is really the one. I, I like to think Una trusted Inez to tell her. And then Inez just was couldn't hold it. Couldn't hold it. I mean, she, she had to tell drama. other people. And she doesn't like Betty because she wants to be better friends with Una and Una wants to be better friends with Betty. It's maybe, a big like, thing. Maybe in Betty and Una were like best friends and Inez was like their third friend yes. that they didn't like as yes. much as each other. She's the gibbler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Isn't that the neighbor on yeah. Full, Fuller yeah, House Full that no House. one likes? Well, they like her. But she's kind but of like, annoying. Come on, Dad. She is kind of annoying. <laughs> But don't no, yeah. <laughs> Gibbler would be the one talking. Three, like groups of three friends, there's always two that are closer than the other one. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe es- especially in moments. T- yeah. It'll float sometimes, yeah. I think. But, but maybe and this is Inez how, is just tagging along. And this She's is how Inez thinks she can cut Betty out of it. Or make her oh. a lesser of the of the friendship triangle. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You can't believe what she says all the time. Maybe Betty, I thought she was trying to cut out. She, yeah, maybe August. she's trying to cut out Una by saying Betty 
Oh yeah, yeah. Luna no, you're right. You're right. You. That's what I should have said. Yeah. So the other thing I really love about this, and Dylan and I had a lot of fun with this last night or the night before, is the whole idea that this is James mm-hmm. talking to Betty, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, Betty, you know, with Inez, you can't, you can't really, you can't really, you know, believe what she says most but of I the did time." Cheat on you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this time, this time she's accurate. But yeah, she's I, accurate. She Una, me. yeah. You know, I, Una. I, Hi. My bad. You I was were with gone. her all summer. We were on a break, right? <laughs> we were on a break. I mean, don't believe in us all the time. Like when she says, I don't know. <sighs> okay. All right. Now, for the one that took me the longest to fit in. So now we fast forward. It goes Betty, Seven, Cardigan. What about my Betty? Oh, yeah. What's your Betty? Okay. I'm sorry. So this song has the folk sound. And, Dad, you said it was hard to picture James singing this song because it's Taylor's voice. Yes. So I knew I wanted to pick a male country artist because folk is like a kind of a subgenre of country. Give little, it to yeah. us. Yeah, this, this is, is fun. And I ones. and I don't know any folk. So you artists. pick Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> no, I Good. picked Good. Luke Bryan, oh, who gosh. I guess is my favorite Just country stop. artist. Nobody likes stop. Him. I don't really listen to country music like he wears purposefully. Jeans. He wears yeah. skinny jeans. He doesn't Grace, count. That's not even what. <sighs> I've failed. I failed. Um, Everyone listening at home thinks I failed right now. No, I like listening to country music, but I just don't pay attention to the artist. You don't know the artist. But I know who Luke Bryan is. Yeah. And I know his voice, so I added him. So why don't we just call it a not yet determined country music artist? (laughs) I'm sticking with Luke Bryan. I'm doubling down on this. All right. I do think it works well with a male. Uh, I and I thought that same thing. I kind of like if a male singing, it's a lot easier to picture James uh, doing it. I was kind of going more like a um, oh, I can't even uh, John Mayer or something like that. I could see like him almost like playing his guitar and didn't he date this. Taylor Swift? Stop it! Did he really? I don't know. I, okay. I'm okay. Not sure. <laughs> All right. We'll confirm that and confirm it on the 34th Happy episode. Birthday, <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. All right. So from Betty, just quick recap. It goes seven, which is James. Cardigan, which is Betty. And Hoax, which is Una. Tears Ricochet, which is James. And now for one of my favorite ones to fit in is Epiphany. And that's what I had next. And to me, this is Betty. And it is just absolute heartbreak destruction it's setting in at this point like you broke Mm -hmm. me you broke Mm -hmm. me i trusted you and you broke me and this is now going to determine like it's going to impact every relationship she has forever she's going to have trust issues forever she's going to it's all and this is just like the most depressing the closest thing to it is death okay i like it that's great, Dad. So, Dad, yeah, this is truly music. like this is truly like the day after Christmas. In the morning, she can't sleep. She's watching snowfall in her yard, crying. Mm-hmm. I like it, I Dad. Like that a lot. You should make That's an album. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you beat? Maybe did you ruined <laughs> yes. the. Did you ruin it though? Is the oh, question? I'm sorry. This one I added the Migos. Oh. <laughs> I was so curious where you were going to fit them in. And they would oh add the, gosh. like, yuzz, and they would echo yeah. her a little bit. You know how you they go. You could have gotten Ariana Grande to add the yuzz. That's true. So. Yeah, I will the say Migos or Ariana Grande. Yeah. 
Ariana Grande would actually do that, and she could add a lot to this song. Yeah. So she has a nice airy. both. I'll add Ariana Grande and the Migos. Here's one thing I think: like it's almost like any featured artist, they need fifty percent mm-hmm. or more of control. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't know how you fit someone in that yeah. well. You know, and it would be say, interesting to Ariana hear. Ariana could like, definitely just hop in on this. Yeah. I think just hopping yeah. right in. She could just harmonize with Taylor this whole mm-hmm. time. Also, I don't love Ariana's new music, so I don't want to give her creative control. Mm. So, I'm sorry. All right, so there's a. It's not your birthday, Ariana. Pivotal, pivotal to the whole story. This mm-hmm. song, and it has it's the great. least directly attributable lyrics. It's very hard mm-hmm. to tie this one, but I think in the end, it's just about mm-hmm. total loss. Yeah, Dad, your project sounds like a lot of fun. But it, I feel like yours took a lot of time. Well. It'd take me a lot of time. All right. We ready for the next one? Maybe you should put more time into your project. Grace. I put a lot of time and thought into every song. Obviously not. This next one took a little while, too. But I like to think it is Una. And it's this is me trying. I think it's Una after now. Maybe James has quit pursuing Betty like he sees it's not mm-hmm. ever going to happen he al- okay. she also now has lost Betty as a friend she's mm-hmm. like so what can I salvage out of this whole screwed up summer and it's her saying to James let's try let's let's try to you know make this work maybe you and I okay and James is like nah this I'm a, is I'm a player girl <laughs> <laughs> I'm a player girl dang James yeah, maybe I should have added like a player to this <laughs> but um uh yeah, I have someone, but I'm marking them out right now. Machine Gun Kelly. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I I'm hate kidding. that guy so much. <laughs> oh, Gosh. I kind of want to do Machine Gun Kelly now, but the one this was the one I just had to write down like a few minutes ago, and I had John Legend, but now I kind of want Machine Gun Kelly. No, you don't. Michelle, Maybe Michelle both. Kelly would not work. Maybe both. Feeding John. I bet John oh. Legend would love to be featured with Machine Gun Kelly. I bet he would, would love it. it. Wouldn't love it at all. He also, I don't really know what Machine Gun Kelly sounds like. Bad. I don't like it. Oh, wait. It. No, no, no. I remember. I heard him on that one song. He did a cover with Camila Cabello or something, and he didn't sound very don't good. Don't put him on this. Yeah, I'll just stick with John Legend. Um. I like it. I like John Legend. I think that one works. All right, next, uh, and now we're starting to move to years later, I think, whether it's just maybe they're in college, if, this, if you assume this happened junior, senior year, or maybe it's right out of college, and I think this is Invisible String, which to me is Betty's story of saying she still hasn't really gotten over it, and I think it's Betty, whether you want to say it's Betty to James or Betty just kind of narrating to herself, She's talking about how there's still this weird tie. And I think the tie is that she's never been fixed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's still, she's still broken, kind of. Okay. To this one, I added Beyonce because her like deep voice could add depth to this, depth to this. And she can do runs really well. That would add amazing. I like that. Make it amazing. You could hear Beyonce. I could hear Beyonce singing with Taylor right here. Yeah, yeah I, I like that it. Sound really good. All right, All right. next one. Uh, we're down to the final three. 
that now they're clearly adults in my mind. This was one of this another one, Epiphany, and this one were my favorite two to kind of work on the story of. And it's also my favorite song, Exile. And this is to me an adult James with his adult either wife or really serious girlfriend, fiance, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's cheated on him. And it's being stung back. Mm. And to me, uh, I've, seen, I've seen this film before, and I didn't like the ending. Because he knows how it's going to end. Because he knows Betty basically said, I'm out, screw you. And now he knows he just lost the love of his life. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Mic drop. Mic I drop. I love that so much, but I think what would have made it even better was to do this and then put cardigan after After, uh, yeah now i think you're right i think i could see it both ways i could mm -hmm. see that yeah because then it would be james yes feeling the pain of what he did to betty and then also betty reflecting on the good parts of their relationship yeah Mm -hmm. i I could see i think i could definitely cardigans well i just put a mark next to it earlier when you said that because that became the uh, a big one for me that i think could pivot to early in life or late in life Okay, on this And this track. is the first time we have another narrator. Mm-hmm. I like to call her Steph. Steph. <laughs> like in Full House. James' fiance, <laughs> Steph. <laughs> That's nice. I right. really like that one. Okay. Who did you feed? Do you get <laughs> to feed one? someone? Are you bringing in a third artist or kicking Bonnevere out? Here, hear me out. Okay. So for this one, Dad, I kind of just gave into what you said because you were right. I'm just replacing Taylor and Boniver with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I don't like it. I love it. And I do think, again, and I joke that it would be better that way, but it would be such a really cool... And again, so much of that is driven from that movie and the Mm -hmm. fact that they did these songs together. But I think like not having a perfect voice for the male voice works really well. Or more Mm -hmm. limited in terms of range like Bradley Cooper was. Mm Mm-hmm. So is this guy. Yeah. I think they're both... I don't know. Yeah. I think they're both pretty equal on this. And I almost think that... What was the name of that movie? A, a, is it a Star is Born? Born. I think this song could fit into that movie. Like, it fits almost the, the story of those two in the movie. Well, that's great. Yep. I made a great pick. You did. Yet Whatever. again. Next. 100% passing rate for me. Can't just get rid of Taylor. Next. (laughs) Gosh. And so this is where uh, the lead-off song to the whole album, The One, I'm putting as the second to last song on the album. And to me, this is now a adult Betty. Maybe she knows what happened with James and Steph. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But she's reflecting now on what could have been. She talks about she's alone now. Um, if one thing had been different is one of the lines in there. I think she's still thinking like he probably could have been the guy. And she just mm-hmm. says she saw him. That's where I think maybe there's a sign that she knows he's heartbroken too now. But she's also okay. just saying it's still never going to work. Okay. The greatest one. films of all time were never made. Mm. Like she's saying yeah, that... we could have been the greatest. Yes. Okay. This one is kind of a smaller artist. It I okay, here we go. Dad, you know who this person is. 
Dylan, you do too. Alec Benjamin. I think his voice would sound good on it, and the lyrics sound like him to me too. It kind of does sound like his style. Mm -hmm. You're right. I like that. Kind of. I almost think he he would just sing. It's kind of a high risk, but. Big risk on Taylor's part. (laughs) Very risky. No nasally for it. Like it no, I think it would work. Well. Yeah, that's that's where I think the risk is coming from, seeing how that would blend. Yeah. But I think you should take it. Alec Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Are we ready for the last song? Does yes. anyone know what it is based on process of elimination? Um, I have two that we haven't done yet. Oh, no. Oh. Did I miss another one? Oh, I missed <laughs> Mirrorball. Done, no. You haven't done... <laughs> uh, I have Hulk's. to... Is that... No, that was the Harry Styles one. Oh, it was? Okay, real quick rewind. No, I did hoax. And Mirrorball to me, I'm not, we're not even going we'll, to... I'm just going to give a quick what I think that is. And I think it's Una to James, and I think it's early. I think it's mm-hmm. either during the summer or whatever. Just so we can get yeah. a little bit of a taste of it, we'll kick it on in the background here. But what's, who's feeded on Mirrorball? I added Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Ooh. Their voices would elevate this song to the heavens. And this is the trio that everyone wants to see. Nobody that might be wrong. Is it? But no, because, okay, so Shawn and Camila, they're dating now. Shawn and Taylor, she took him on tour once. I know they're friends. There's videos of them singing together. And Camila was in Taylor's girl group, girl posse, at one point. She was. And I think they would her- sound... She's Amazing. in her little 2019 performance at the. Yeah, this should have been whatever. third. This should have been before Mad Woman. I think it's Una saying, "I can be whatever you want me to be, but I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm your mirror ball. Whatever mm-hmm. you want me to be." Okay. Yeah, that makes sorry sense. I missed that one, guys. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. Very. Okay, what's it's the last very, one? Sean and the Camilla last are really one. Upset. The last one, then Grace. You know what it is, right? Elimination. The last great American dynasty. Yes. And what I think this is, is this is Crazy Una now as an adult. Crazy, crazy Una. Also having crazy been Una. like scarred uh-huh. by what happened. Is Una Rebecca? Yes. To me, Una's Rebecca. And Una's like relationships aren't real. Mm-hmm. So I'm going after the money, and I'm going to marry this millionaire that's on his deathbed, and then I'm going to get his pool and fill it with champagne, and we're going to party every night. Yes. Oh, wow. And she still also never finds real love. Mm-hmm. In the end, all three of them are scarred for life and never find love because of one summer. Mm. That's amazing. And I think it's cool that it ends with like... You've got heartbreak, heartbreak, exile. James is getting cheated on. The one, Betty reflecting back on how great it could have been. Then Una's just like in a champagne-filled pool <laughs> yes. with both birds in the air. Just like, <laughs> hey. But also me. like never having found love is the sad mm-hmm. undertone of it. Okay, this one. This is the one that I just came up with a few minutes ago also. But hearing this now, I could see it fading into this verse done by Eminem. Yeah, I like it. Uh-huh. Okay. So would you do it like <laughs> where you leave her singing and you would had, have him add his own lyrics kind of as yes. rap? He has like the creative monster. control to add his own lyrics. Yes. yes. Interesting. 
I like it's it. almost like too you could weed out some of her lyrics and it's really just mm-hmm. her chorus the last great american dynasty and he's rewriting the part about you know this yes. this rebecca mm-hmm. that basically is broken so she just goes and finds a millionaire mm-hmm. i like it oh yeah Dad, I have to say you killed it. You Thank really you. You did, did forget Thank a few. Thank you very much. You I did it. well, and I didn't. I so in my book, I'd kind of put them in order one way, and I'm like, I'm never going to be able to flip all around and figure that out. So I redid mm-hmm. it here, and just when I redid it, I left them out. I knew Mirror Ball though to me was up there in the in the late school year, early summer. But all right. um, that was fun, guys. Mm-hmm, it Any, was. Dylan, do you want to guess how long we've been podcasting? Oh, a long time. I'm going to guess two hours. Grace? I'll say hour and a half. One hour and 20 minutes. What? Uh, so it felt a lot longer than so, that. So that's yeah. just not, <laughs> it's almost like did not have fun. Because <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. When we have a fun one, everyone guesses like, well, it's only been like 10 minutes, right? Yeah. It's like, no, it's been four and a half hours. I four hated that oh, okay. experience. Oh, no. What Ever since mean? the chain smokers the chain were mentioned, smokers. I, <laughs> my mood has been destroyed. My day is ruined. It's already one. Uh, I'm going to make it. I'm going to add a chain smokers beat drop to... What was the song? I think we garage band this thing up and we find where we can mm-hmm. take Cardi Illicit lyrics affairs. and figure out ways to kind of add beats to Cardigan and fit Cardi in. Mm-hmm. That'd be so much fun so much to play fun. around and slice this stuff up and add all the artists Grace mentioned. Except for mm-hmm. Why Don't We and who's the other one? I like Chainsmokers, but who's the one? There was someone that else you there didn't like shortly after. Five Sauce? No, I could do that. I mean, mm-hmm. primarily Ashton though, right? <laughs> well, I, in my head, yeah. Luke was the only one singing, uh, and then I think he's lost Ashton that job, right? What? I think when they come back, Luke's so. playing the drums. <laughs> Ashton is out in the front in a, here, in, a, in, a, in a in a sh- in a medium <laughs> fishnet shirt. <laughs> All right, Luke too much fun, to too much drums. fun. So it's been a while since we podcasted, and. Uh, we do have Breakfast Club still with the movie Genius. Mm-hmm. I think with everything going on, it's just been tough with school, with COVID kind of, you know, rearing its head again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't forgotten about it. In fact, we've already kind of come up with the plan after Breakfast Club, and we're going to keep high school movies as a theme. So Breakfast Club counted as my pick. Derek will have a pick, and then Grace will have a pick, but they're also going to be all going to be high school-themed movies. Uh we're going to try and do better. Mm-hmm. I think in podcast past, we said we're going to do better. Mm-hmm. This time, don't. I'm just going to say we're going to try. We're going to do try. better. Maybe hit Pulling one morning. James right now? Yeah, try and do try one. Do yes. Better. It wasn't our fault. It wasn't, it wasn't all our fault, guys. It wasn't our you fault. You could have begged you, us. You did this. Yes. Gosh. Oh, uh, James. man. James. But this is the best one. Uh, yeah. James, also, the exile part. While we're ripping apart James. Um, a lot of Swifties think that Taylor is James because she's named after James Taylor. Ah. So we ripped her apart on her birthday. Yes. Some could say. Well, I think too, one of the things I thought about this is I wonder if there's a little bit of all three, you know, that Mm -hmm. she's experienced something like that before. Mm, Maybe not that she's, you know what I mean? Maybe it wasn't even actually cheating on someone, but she 
got infatuated with someone else while she was dating Harry Styles or whoever? Yeah. And then also, has she been on the end of, did Harry Styles cheat on her? We'll just continue to pick on Harry Styles now, because it's not your birthday, Harry. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking sing hoax. <laughs> Come on. Now. <laughs> I don't know. We could go on for years, guys. For years. And so, also, I think it would be fun to do the same thing with, Evermore. Maybe we give it a month or two or four like we did this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But maybe we do something similar. And I wonder if there's similar storyline on that. I didn't really look into it at all. I listened to the first four songs on the album the other day and then I decided I need to refocus on folklore. But is it, Dylan? Can you tell us that? Um, no, is there more of Betty sure. James Una? Well, there is one song called Dorothea. And I'm pretty sure Taylor confirmed that she went to the same school as Betty, James, Una, and Inez. So... Ooh, this is so much fun. We're going to blow this up into a whole other story. Oh, gosh. I do think, could we make a movie... I wonder how long this album is. Could we just make a movie that flows along with it where it's just a musical? There's no Mm. people speaking ever. You're just watching, you know... I can see it. Ooh, can we talk about how all of us picture... Betty, James, and Una. Like what actors we picked to yes. be them? Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Um, man, I don't even know the names of the people that I've got in my mind. I really mm-hmm. don't. And I didn't really picture, I guess I kind of kept picturing Betty as Taylor. Uh, mm-hmm. And I kind of had um, James... I don't even know who this actor is, but I mean, just to pick the equivalent would be like a a Tom Hollandish looking dude. And we even talked about that a little bit, and then mm-hmm. that kind of snuck into my head. There's some other show I've been watching recently where there's just another guy that kind of has that same look. Yes, um, and fits in. And then I think of Una as like I don't even know. Beautiful. I... Just stunning, though. Absolutely okay. beautiful. I imagine Una like that stunning, but with black hair, and maybe she's a little pale. Was she in the Twilight Sagas? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen she's Stewart, a vamp- maybe? <laughs> no, she's, a, and she's a vampire. <laughs> um, or I also thought of Scarlett Johansson, even though I guess she's kind of old. I've got mine. I okay. think it's Selena Gomez is who I'm picking. That's that's mm, Una. Okay, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, that's and then fine. can you picture in a pool of champagne at the end? Yeah, floating on a floating on a dinosaur inflatable floaty <laughs> oh, <laughs> in a pool of champagne. And then for me, Betty, just because of Riverdale, um, would be Lily Reinhardt. And I think Lily Reinhardt, she has blonde hair, so she looks close enough to Taylor. And how does she relate to Skeet? <laughs> she Skeet's is Skeet's daughter. No, no, she's dating Skeet's son. Oh, of course, making of course. Skeet's son James <laughs> in this scenario. Um, oh gosh, no, he totally is a James. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? He's that guy. Well, uh, technically, I like to pretend I know anything about Riverdale. Yeah. Seriously, oh, Dylan, seriously. you nailed it. I, no, I guess technically. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, don't but do Jughead is not. 
<laughs> the James Jughead. I don't know anything about this show, but just the fact that there's a guy named Jughead on it yeah. makes it feel like cartoon to me. Well, yeah, it's based off of comics. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Who do but, you picture, Dylan? Well, originally and consistently, I've just been picturing three different tailors in different wigs. Mm-hmm. But. Because Luke Bryan really, isn't. I don't really on. imagine them very much, like at all. Mm-hmm. I just. And I then don't know. I think for me, James had glasses. He kind of dressed in a. Not a nerdy way, but like sophisticated a little bit. And he kind of fades into the background. I see more. I see James as more of a, like a childish character because of some. Mm-hmm. Like lines in Cardigan. I but see Betty him as a in my younger, mind. as a young James Potter, I think, is kind of oh. how I pictured him. But I don't remember what young James Potter looks like. So that's weird. I looked <laughs> up the guy. Like. For me, it's Nick Robinson. I don't know if you've ever heard of him or seen him. Oh, okay. That's who James yes. is in my head. That's pretty good. Which, again, him and Tom Holland could be the same guy, probably. Well,. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Dylan's, ready Dylan's to kept meetings, this. I guess. I'm ready to get out of here. Well, it is what we struggle with the most is endings. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna wrap it up. We got Breakfast Club coming up. A lot more, more high school related movies. Eventually, Dylan will be back. We'll talk about Evermore. Dylan, we want to have you back more often. Every um, episode. Every Happy episode. Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah. That's how we'll end it. Happy birthday, Taylor. 